Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Trapped, book one in the Prometheus Project series. Normally I'd make some kind of pun or wordplay based on the title here. Maybe something like, I sure feel trapped by this podcast, or hope you're trapped somewhere and you can't press stop on your podcast app, but this book was a challenge and I'm in no mood to joke. Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we are reading a book called Trapped. Uh, the Prometheus Project Book One. Presumably oh. in a series of a couple dozen. Uh, by Douglas E. Richards, the master Dougie. of free sci-fi. Yeah, big Doug. Trapped. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Doug. I always trust sci-fi in the hands of a Doug. So, Ganesh, how about you uh, reel us off the synopsis of this surely? Award-winning book. From the New York Times, best-selling author, read by millions. Doug's a star. Fake news. Trapped is the first book in a critically acclaimed science fiction adventure series loved by kids and adults alike. Wait, what? How does he know this if it's the first book? He's just guessing? No, he knows. Okay. He knows. Doug sees all. A fantastic alien city buried deep underground. What wonders and what dangers is it hiding? Underground? Yeah, like in Houston, there's an underground shopping mall. Oh, so it's just like that. Yeah. Okay. Ryan and Reagan Resnick have just moved to the world's most boring place. Reagan Resnick. Every one of these free ebooks has like a top shelf name. He went after his favorite president. That's right. Love President, president Resnick. <laughs> but when they discover their parents are a part of an ultra secret project called Prometheus, they are plunged into a nonstop adventure. Love to name my projects Prometheus. One that will be the ultimate test of their wit, courage, and determination. <laughs> wit. Can you make me laugh, boy? <laughs> Soon, they're under attack and facing hostile alien worlds, alien technology, Whoa. and unimaginable dangers at every turn. These aliens, they always have the best stuff. Yeah. Why don't humans? Because they suck. Yeah, that's right. Or because aliens are just better. No, it's because we're encumbered with war and art. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, art's the problem. Yeah, like, take- books like these, eh? Yeah, come on. Hey, hey, friggin' Resnick's... You uh, call this art? Yeah. Now, their mother is facing <laughs> certain death, and they must race to solve a seemingly impossible mystery to have any hope of saving her. Okay. Wait, they're saving their mommy? Yeah. yeah. Love you, mommy. And their daddy, or no, the no, daddy's no, no, mom? No, 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 no. But if they save their mom, they will have no way to save themselves. Whoa. Well, save yourself, then. She lived a long life. <laughs> yeah, she had them. <laughs> right? She got herself into You gotta mess. save your mommy. You gotta save your mommy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I have that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> Note: Trap and its sequels are part of the accelerated reader program. Ooh, is that, oh, are we good enough for this? <laughs> I don't know. That's just for smart kids. Oh lord, we're are, dumb are, as dirt. I think we're in over our heads on yeah, this. Yeah, shit. Hey, hey, hey. Dougie, you're gonna school us hard. There's some praise from Dean Koontz. What the oh, Koontzster? The Koontzster. That's high praise. What do you have to say? Richards is an extraordinary writer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Coons. He's <laughs> getting paid by the word on that one. 
little too verbose for me, oh, Coons. Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, hey, if Dean Coon says it's good, then it, it's got to be, right? It's going to be something, at least. <clears throat> it's a book. Uh, so I, Austin, what are we uh, doing on this podcast? You, you gotta, you're too demanding of me. Uh, on this podcast, what are you dropping stuff? What'd you drop? What do you have, Ganesh? What's, what, in, your what's in your hand? What's in your pocket? A vape. Uh, I can't get enough. Uh, what we do on this podcast okay. is that we read a free ebook on Amazon Prime, uh, which you can access on Amazon.com. Uh, and we we read these books. We read the first page. We read the twenty five percent mark, the fifty percent mark. The 75% mark and the last page. There's got to be an easier way to say that. Every week, it's like a tongue twister. We read the, every quarter of the book. We read five pages of this fucking book. And then we determine whether it's good or, or it's bad, if you should read it, or if you should avoid it, or perhaps report it to the police. Or praise it like Koontz. Yeah. Maybe you're feeling like a Dean Koontz this week and you want to get into a, a hot free ebook. Hey, you go on and you leave a comment. And you say, extraordinary writer, Doug yeah. Jenkins, or and, whatever. And then one. no matter what you write at the end, sign it, Dean Koontz. Yeah. And then there you go. More free reviews for this guy. Uh, so, uh, you want to jump into it, Ganesh? You want to read this book? Let's dive in. All right, here we go. Three accelerated readers ready to jump in. Well, we're two accelerated listeners. Oh, yeah. that's I can listen very fast. About uh, as fast as I can hear sound. Yeah. it's I listen, I'm, I'm, lis- I'm listening as fast as I can. My little ear holes are small and sprightly and ready to listen. Chapter one, top secret. Ryan Resnick sat on the floor of the attic and examined the contents of yet another cardboard storage box in the dim attic light. A magnifying glass, a pair of high-powered binoculars, an old phone, and various picnic supplies. Classic kid's shit. Yeah, that's right. Or detective. Hungry detective. Yeah. He shook his head and frowned. Beside him, his sister, Reagan, two years younger, was also searching through boxes without success. Mm. She had shoulder-length strawberry blonde hair, a freckled face, and green eyes that almost always sparkled happily. Adorable. Or at least they had until six weeks before. Oh, used to be adorable. Are you sure it's up here? She asked her brother for the second time. Yes. Mom sound? had the movers put the boxes with the sporting equipment up here. They sound alike. Well, I'm gonna get confused. They're Uh-oh. fucking kids, so uh-huh. so deal with it. All, All right. kids kind of sound the same. All right, man. Until she and Dad could sort it out. Keep looking. <laughs> Which Where's, kid was that? Uh, doesn't matter. Sounds like Reagan. Honestly, I'm not sure either. Frisbee golf was a good idea, he thought. Never true. But it was a lot harder to play without the Frisbee. Isn't that just right on? Yeah. That's a that's an old saying. I love basketball, but it's hard without a without a hoop or shoes or a ball. Yeah. Or friends. Or legs. Or hands or yeah. a head. He had used it last in San Diego, back when he had a life. Back when he relished every new day instead of dreading it. Man, Ugh. Mr. Hot Stuff in San Diego. Huh? <laughs> that's right. It's like ten year old kids strutting down the street. Hell yeah. I run this town, motherfuckers. <laughs> Back six weeks before. Where do they live now? Do we know that yet? An no. eternity ago. It was still hard to believe that their lives had been ruined so quickly and without any warning. Jesus, what happened? Get to the good stuff, kid. Just six weeks earlier, school was out. The summer was just beginning and everything was great. Great, that is. 
until the day they were told they would be moving 3,000 miles away from California oh, to a nowhere place in the middle of the woods called Brewster, Pennsylvania. Alright, I think this is our first Pennsylvania book. More like right. Snoozter, Pennsylvania. Whoa, this kid's taking no prisoners. Cheeky little bugger. Their parents, both scientists, had decided to leave the university to work at a company called Proact. If acne medicine. One minute, the Resnick kids were excitedly awaiting a summer filled with friends and fun, and the next they were in the middle of a little town with no friends. They still have summer in Pennsylvania. Or even other kids, for that matter. No. No, they don't? No. no I've never been. And nothing to do all day except climb trees and watch grass grow. That sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds great. I'd love to do that. I Yeah, they're going to really miss that when they're adults and they have to engage with other people. My body hurts from using a computer all day. That's life. And nothing to do all day except climb trees and watch grass. And perhaps I heard they were climbing trees and watching grass grow over there in Pennsylvania. As long as they were climbing trees. Yeah. Hey, grass still grows in Pennsylvania. And And sit back and watch that grass grow. And climb that tree. And perhaps play frisbee golf if they could ever find the blasted frisbee. It's the youngest bro alive. Dude, if you just go to a frisbee golf course, you'll find like 10 frisbees. That's right. People just just throw them and leave them. I feel like if you just walk outside and like walk 100 feet, you'll find a frisbee. Anywhere? Anywhere. I bet if I walked outside right now and just walked for five minutes, I'd find a frisbee. Do it. Want me to do it? We'll We'll wait. wait. I'll be right back. Okay, I got it. How could their parents do that? Do this to them? Was it possible to dive boredom? Go deep. It was clear. I got the frisbee. It's yellow. (laughs) It's beautiful. It was clear that they were going to find out. A faint voice from below Ryan startled him from his thoughts. Where are the kids? It was their father. Oh, dad. He must have just entered his upstairs office just below where they were sitting in the attic. I called it before we left Prometheus Alpha answered the equally faint voice of their mother. They said they were going to find a good spot to create a frisbee golf course and play. (laughs) They said they'd be back in an hour or so. A lot more froth than I expected in this sci-fi book right off the bat. Their mom sighed so heavily they could hear it even through the floor of the attic. I'm calling it right now. One of these kids is going to have, like, amazing aim with a frisbee and hit some kind of, like, sci-fi alien lever at the end of this book that releases their mother from, like, an alien zoo cage. That would be a great uh, callback. Yeah. Perhaps. I, I'm I'll, I'm putting money on it right now. I think, and don't get me wrong. It's impossible to get an opinion wrong. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's what I think. Mm. I think, well, she just mentioned, like, a star base. I feel like that's like their pretend base and that that there are no aliens and that their dad is just like keeping their mom locked up and they have to save their mom from their horrible father. That's like going to be way better than what the actual story is, but I like where you're thinking. That's the book we should write. Yeah. I think this is all just a a ruse to train the kids for competitive frothing. Keep them locked up and scared. What is that word you're saying? Froth. Frothing? Frothing? Golf. Frisbee golf. I think it's frothing. You've been you've been been reading this book, Ganesh. You're the one saying it out loud. Frisbee golf, froth, sorting it. Anyway, I think these kids have like. uh, Is that a thing? Yeah. What do you think? You're. Do you you think this is false? Do you think this is? Do you think this is the sci-fi part of the book? No, I think you saying froth over and over again, expecting us to know what it is. Froth. Weird. You just need to expand froth like golf. You need to expand your horizons, Ganesh. They didn't sound good. They're still mad at us. I can't say I blame them. I know this move has been rough on them, but they'll adjust. Really, they just need a little time. And, you know, we didn't have a choice. But they don't know that. 
I can't stand lying to them. If only we could tell them the truth about why we're here, I'm sure they'd understand. There was a long pause. At least my mother will be back in a few days so they won't have to be home alone anymore. In the attic, the kids hadn't missed a word of the conversation, staying still as statues and barely breathing. <laughs> Good. It's filled with a lot of asbestos up there anyway. <laughs> Their grandmother had been staying with them for most of the summer, but had left that morning for a three-day trip. Ryan had convinced his mother, barely, that he and his sister could look out for themselves during the day while their grandmother was away. Their parents could go to work as usual. He and Reagan were very responsible, he argued. Besides... Fiscally. Just <laughs> yeah. like the uh, All they the do namesake. is they wake up, they watch Price is Right, and they watch a lot of ER reruns, and they make <laughs> some bologna and cheese sandwiches. Is this what you did? Uh, <laughs> you watched ER reruns as a kid? Yeah. That's heavy. I well, did watch great. Price is Right straight into ER, huh? Yeah. What a tonal shift. Um, uh, I watched a lot of Maury. Oh, me too. Mm, Paternity tests. That's way worse. Little weird kid talent shows. That's way worse Got than Got those ER. little kids that have like the old man disease, and they come on and like, you're normal. And it's like, I mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> I've never seen that. Don't. Besides, what kind of trouble could they get into here in Snoozter, Pennsylvania, anyway? Yeah, we Forget to look both ways while crossing the woods and get hit by a speeding tree? <laughs> no. Um, it's heroin. <laughs> that's, that's the real killer out Opioids. There. That's right. Watch out in the woods out there. It's it real boring. But the part about being home alone wasn't the part of their parents' conversation they were thinking about at the moment. Their mom and dad were lying to them? Why? Why? Why, mother? Why would they do that to their kids? I know. Parents are always truthful all the time with their kids. What were their parents really doing here? What was Prometheus Alpha? Why didn't they have a choice about moving here? What in the world was going on? Because you're a kid. Who, what kid has a choice? None. Unfortunately. They should, but they don't. They were still digesting these startling revelations as their father continued. We can't tell them the truth. You know that. If we did, we could find ourselves all in a prison somewhere. Whoa. And if they told the others, the consequences would be far worse than that even. Oh, Life or far death. worse. Love it. He paused and then gently added, You know I don't like it any more than you do. <laughs> I don't like being threatened with death. There was a long silence in the room. Finally, their father made an obvious attempt to change the subject. I gotta piss. <laughs> or shit. I don't know. I'm the dad. Well, that certainly would change the subject. Yeah. Come on, Dad. You got it in you. Have you checked the monitors yet? Their mother sighed loudly once again. Yes, she said. No indication of electronic bugs or directional listening devices of any kind. Kinda, We're you, secure. You're doing like a robot voice. Yeah. So it's just, can it's you just, humanize the mother a yeah, little bit? Give a little emotion. She's going to be in peril, it sounds She's a like. person, Kenny. She has feelings. Come on. Yes. We're directing you. Yeah. All right. No well, indication of electronic... Mm. One more with some, like, certainty yeah. and not so, like, wounded deer. Yeah. She, nope. sh she should be confident. She's a scientist. No indication of electronic bugs or directional listening devices of any kind. Yeah, that's good. That's We're secure. Good. You're getting better. I like Can it. you push it one, t like, twinge more, like, Regan's confident? eyes grew wide. <laughs> was she dreaming all of this? Was she in a bad spy movie? She glanced at Ryan and raised her eyebrows questioningly. I'm not in a bad spy movie. I'm in a bad sci-fi book. 
Ryan put a finger to his lips. When he first heard his parents, he had planned on descending from the attic to reveal they were home, but not now. He felt guilty spying on them like this, but something weird was going on and he needed to learn more about it. I can't wait till we get to the bottom of this. They could all end up in prison somewhere. What were his parents involved with? Could you imagine little kids going to prison? Yeah, kid prison. That's an idea. Let's that take, exists. Let's take that. No, like, I don't mean, like, juvenile detention. I mean kid prison. Yeah, it's called school, man. Uh, uh. No, it's like a prison, <laughs> but the bars are, like, colorful, and every day you get, like, uh, I don't know, like a gold star if you do your push-ups or whatever. That's preschool, dude. Oh, okay. And school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, their father said. We can head back to Prometheus in a few minutes. A few minutes? Where is Prometheus just, like, a... A place nearby in Pennsylvania? No, I'll tell you what Prometheus is. It in space? Is. Prometheus is um, a different planet, and it's where all like the f- original creators of Earth were. Wow! And humans went there, and they found this old spaceship, and it's these like uh, xenomorphs. Oh that wait, this created... is the movie Prometheus. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think that's what they're talking about. It's the prequel to no, Alien. No, no, no. Why did they kick us out now of all times? Said their mother in obvious frustration. On the day that we finally broke in? Exactly, because it is the day that we finally broke in. Months ahead of schedule. Security was caught off guard. Instead of months to implement massive upgrades, they now have days. We won't be the only ones working around the clock from now on. Don't you think we're covered already? That's they a, put in an, an invisible state-of-art laser alarm system. That seems purposefully Dude, confusing. Just quit your job. Or Who just, gives a shit? Yeah, like, stick it to the man already. Yeah, burn it down. And the only entrance to Prometheus is protected by a building that could withstand a nuclear strike. Fuck How much system. more do we need? I don't know. Uh, this is, like, really heavy shit right off the bat. I'm kind of lost a little bit. The parents are in a bad spot. They're doing, like, some top secret stuff, all right? Yeah. And they're in trouble. They got a, uh, they have a deadline, and it's going to be hard to make it. But the kids didn't want to go, but they could also go to kid jail. Yeah. I still think kid jail is a good idea that's not, re- that has not been invented Wait, yet. is this, uh, like, a, uh, kid-themed jail for adults? Or? Uh, no, it's a jail for kids, bad kids. I think they have it. those at, or they used to have them at shopping malls. You would leave your kid in there and oh, you'd go shopping. Yeah. Remember that? That's jail, though. I want, them to, I want them to feel bad. You know, in like Rugrats, everything seemed like jail and yeah. they had to break out. I mean, truth, I mean, everything, everything is jail to kids. Everything's yeah. jail to me. Life is a jail. Is this prison. jail? This podcast is jail. This, I'm, I mean, honestly, kind of. We're damned to reading these books for eternity. <laughs> this is basically jail. This is what people do in jail. They read books. Whoa. That's why I don't read usually. This is perfect. I find that to be jail activity. Is that why you don't work out too? Yeah, that's exactly why I don't work out. Again, jail activity. What about. No, they don't have in jail? Video games. You never stab people either. Uh, That's right. That's jail activity. I like to live my life like I'm not in jail. So that means no bread, no water, no reading, no working out. And yeah, basically no camaraderie with a fellow man. You don't put your hand up against the glass? Uh, Nope. Nope. I don't do that. Talk to people? Nope. Don't use the phone. It's all jail stuff. Do you write letters? Nope. I don't do much. Do you read letters? Nope. If I get letters, I uh, throw them away. Do you excavate a tunnel behind a poster of, um, shit, who was it? Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth. Do I do that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sue me. All right? I do some jail activity. I'm I'm allowed to do what I want. 
All right, this book, I mean, it's a heavy, it was a heavy hitter right off the bat. Really deep into this, this, the, I don't, what's the word? The, the backstory of this insane sci-fi yeah, world. Yeah, usually books have that at the beginning. No, usually they start off, no, that's, shame, don't shame me. What they do usually in a book is they start you off in a world that you recognize and then slowly yeah, pull you into the world. They slowly pull you into the world of the book. But this More one's right like off the bat like... Snoozer, Pennsylvania. Oh, Lord. You guys have drank the Kool-Aid. No, yeah, you're right. This one right off the bat's like, we're in trouble. We yeah. gotta figure it out. It's immediately like, well, why, why aren't we at Prometheus? We gotta go to Prometheus. Like, what the fuck? Let's maybe ease into this. Maybe. But it sounds like a minor problem. It doesn't seem like they're... In, it's life like, or death. You know what's crazy? They they are moving quick, but this is for accelerated readers. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that I've... Uh, I've you failed. <laughs> <laughs> i've been got yeah i don't think i'm accelerated enough for this truly my complaint was that this was going too fast well i get what i deserve hey say la vie say la vie uh you want to let's i mean hey acceleration let's speed on up to the next part <laughs> Like old time singers and cartoons would sing, they'd go and then put that thing in their mouth and go like, eh, like a that thing's always in pitch. That's it. It's pitch. Oh, I guess. Perfect pitch. I have that. I don't need to do that. You have perfect pitch? Yeah, I just don't like to sing. <laughs> I don't like to brag about it. Damn. All right, here we go. Uh, we are speeding on ahead to the 25% mark. I personally don't understand this book because I'm a slow and dumb man, but if you're an accelerated reader like Shane and Ganesh, you're probably right there with them. I was in a, the public library where I grew up. I was in a summer book league. Oh, a league? And competitive? Yeah, yeah, you have to read the most books. Oh, wow. Did you? No, I think my sister did. I think <laughs> I did pretty well. A I read smart a boy would just read all the short books. I've read 30 books. Yeah. They're all eight pages each. Ganesha's whole life motto is to just do cheat the least the amount of work and yeah. cheat. That's not me. I don't do that. Shane's a good boy uh, who fails. Well, yes. Ganesha's a bad man who succeeds at everything. I exclusively read Encyclopedia Brown books as a kid. Wow. I read a lot of Hardy Boys. I read a lot yeah. of Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Well, I read a lot of Tolstoy. A lot of... Uh, Who's that? Uh... Don't don't press me for information. Uh, let's let's just jump ahead. Listen, I'm trying to compensate for the fact that I don't understand this book. Let's let's read the quarter mark here and see what's cooking at Prometheus. May that be a base or a planet or a movie. Chapter eight: The world's biggest secret. Chapter eight. Man, that's seven chapters of who knows a what. Tell that's me again, a... how many pages are in this book? 124 pages. This is page 31. Page 31, we're at chapter 8. All right. Fine. Moving quick. Accelerated. That's right. Paralyzed with fear, the Resnick siblings couldn't have moved if they wanted to. Oh, not so accelerated now. Something good's happening. Dan, what are you doing? Barked the man on their left to the man who had threatened them. They're only kids. We're going to scare them to death. (laughs) Bark the man to the man is good writing. Hey, bark man to Coons man. Love that one. Coons was like, props I re- to you, Dougie. Coons was like, I relate to men. What's your Coons voice? How do you think he talks? Hello, hello. I think he's spooky. I think he sounds like this. Yes, yes. Yes, hello. yes I'm Dean Coons. Yes, I'm the Dean Coons. <laughs> he just calls himself the Dean. The Dean. Hello, welcome. I'm the Dean. Ted Coons's mysteries. Oh Lord, I can we just do that? He drinks the- like a bright blue Powerade. <laughs> 
And he smokes like those extra long Virginia Slims. Yeah. His teeth are all blue from the Powerade. Yeah. yeah. He turned toward the petrified kids. His features softened and he lowered his gun. Whoa. Ah, sorry, he offered. My name is Carl. My partner Dan here got a little carried away. Like his partner, he was a tall, trim, and carried himself with confidence and athletic ease. Mmm, sexy. Without question, both of these men had been elite members of the military at one time. That sounds right. Kid killers. Yeah. You surprised the living daylights out of us just now, and I guess our training took over. Finished Carl apologetically. If you see a small, weak thing, aim your gun at it immediately. Ryan's temporarily frozen heart started beating again. That's okay. He whispered hoarsely, barely finding his voice. You surprised us, too. He paused. Who's hey. this? Is this one of the kids? Yeah, it's one of the Riznickies or whatever. This is Ryan Resnick. So oh, Ryan. The voice seems to have changed. Anyway, we um, <laughs> we were just leaving, so we'll, um, we'll just be on our way. <laughs> the old classic phrase. Carl smiled and shook his head. <laughs> Good try. He said, walking over to his partner and standing beside him. You're my son now. <laughs> I think you know what you're going to have to come with us. You have a lot of explaining to do. It should have been impossible for you to get down here. Stranger danger. The kids should just start yelling pervert. Pervert, pervert, rape, 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 rape. He said in disbelief. And you're in some world-class trouble. I said rape a lot of times there, and I feel weird about it. He gently pushed his partner's arm down so his gun was no longer pointing at them. But I can assure you that no one is going to shoot you. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah? Because there are like 30,000 gun deaths every year. That's right. You're going to show me that? Our kids. That's right. This is really sad. <laughs> Let's go. Ordered Dan gruffly. I feel weird using these voices <laughs> when you're talking about that shit. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> gun violence is a serious thing. Now, anyway, back to the voices. Let's go. <laughs> Ordered Dan gruffly, leading them away from the rectangular the laser beam perimeter had created. A what? Weird writing. Yeah, we're talking lasers. We're talking perimeters. And we're talking beams. <laughs> now, clearly a doorway of some kind. Their eyes still told them that the shimmering, multicolored doorway formed a solid barrier. But it wasn't solid at all. No, no. The men had come from the other side, and had walked through completely unharmed. And without question, on the other side of this doorway was the secret they had come to learn. Reagan refused to let this chance slip away. Ah, uh, just like I ran Contra. <laughs> Carl <laughs> said that he wouldn't shoot them. Yeah, they won't shoot kids. You, those kids could just make a bolt. Bolt for the door, kids. That's right. They were already in a huge trouble. What do they have to lose? This kid's got the right idea. He yeah. knows how to play the world. That's right. Uh, uh, hold on a second. That sounds like a kid who knows what he's doing. She croaked. Yeah. I don't feel so hot. She put one hand to her head and one to her stomach, wincing in pain. She bent at the waist, holding her hips. That elevator ride and those swirling colors making me dizzy and queasy. Is, it, um, is this a ruse? Yeah, I think so. She stumbled two or three steps forward toward the doorway and fell to her knees. She put her head in her hands and made a series of loud, heaving, throaty noise sounds. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants to see a kid puke. That's He's my plan. If I'm ever in trouble, I'm just going to start going. <laughs> As if everything she had ever eaten in her entire life was now erupting from her mouth like lava from a volcano. Yikes. Her retching sounds echoed throughout the cavern. Ryan ran forward and stooped down beside her. 
Wagner, are you okay? My cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> he asked worriedly. She caught his eye and gave him a quick wink. A wink, wink. She then shifted her eyes suggestively toward the doorway before quickly returning them to her brother. I'm not really sick. <coughs> I'm not sick. I'm faking for the adults. <laughs> Ryan caught Run, her meaning Ryan. instantly. She was good, he thought in admiration. Very good. Oh, she's good. Oh, my sister. Learn from the best. I've been, wait- <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> Go he- on, sis. Hurl. I'll run. He nodded ever so slightly to let her know he understood and was in. He, he was game if she was. I'm game. I'm, I'm game if you are. I'm game if you are, sis. Come on. I like the way you're playing this, sis. Blow those chunks, sis. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Ryan glanced up at the guards as his sister continued her performance. The two men had backed up a few steps and had turned away. Ryan, chi- Ryan chimed in. I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think these adults are like, what the hell? <laughs> Can somebody get these sick kids out like, of here? Why are these kids in like this alien place? Uh, they might shoot them now. Um, I'm making a mess. Not my floors. Hey, I gotta clean those floors. Hey, I gotta mop these floors, kid. The two men had backed up a few steps and had turned away, looking somewhat ill themselves as they listened in disgust. <laughs> Everybody who's like all these tough guards just get, immediately throw up at the sight of somebody else heaving. To what they thought was Reagan heaving her guts out onto the floor. My weakness, a child puking. No! Shouted Reagan as she sprang up and dived through the multicolored doorway with Ryan, close behind, taking the guards completely by surprise. As they hit the doorway, they felt an electric tingle. The same pins and needles sensation as if their foot or arm had fallen asleep, except that they felt it everywhere for just an instant. I like death. (laughs) The sweet touch of death. (laughs) The light slowly dimmed and they shuffled their mortal coils. (laughs) And then they were through. They were through. They actually had made it. Their mouths fell open in shock. They were outside. Outside? Impossible. <laughs> Why? They were still thousands of feet underground. Oh. Oh, that's right. This is underground. Yeah. I forgot the synopsis. But underground or not, the place they were in stretched on as far as they could see in every direction. Oh, that sounds Including safe. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Ah, we're safe. We're in a big, endless void underground. Finally. We're free. But they weren't really outside either. There was no sky. I think this is the Underground Railroad. No. Oh. This is hell. Oh. Just open space stretching as far up as the eye could see. No sun. No blue. No clouds of any kind. What is it then? Could you even imagine? I can't. It was as if they were in a well-lighted building. Oh, okay. So vast that they couldn't see any of the walls or ceiling. But how could any light source other than the sun illuminate such a huge place? Uh, I still can't imagine this. Floodlights. They're big. Yeah. Full spread. Yeah. And the light wasn't coming from any one place. It was everywhere. All right. All right. The air was fresh and clean like outside country air would be, but not not damp and chilly like the air in the cavern had wow. been. I feel like I could spend some time here. Sounds the, good. I'd like to vacation here. The landscape was dotted with exotic buildings of every kind and flowers and vegetation unlike anything they had ever seen before. I'm picturing the big garden uh, in Willy Wonka. Okay. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka. Do they have windows in Willy Wonka? That kind of also exists in like a... Yeah, there are windows. Oh, there are? Yeah. I don't remember that. It's like in an atrium. I seem to remember Willy Wonka taking place in kind of like a warehouse that was designed to look like the outdoors. Am I wrong? It's and then there's like that room where they float around. There's no windows in there. That's all windows. 
in the to room the where outside? they float. Yeah. You can see the outside from yes. there? I don't. What are the people outside thinking? Look at those people floating around in there. They can't see it. They're far away. Man, I gotta watch Willy Wonka again. And there's a glass elevator. Well, that's glass. They go outside at the end when they fly away in the elevator. That whole scene when they're floating up. Can I find some schematics of this building in Willy Wonka? Is there blueprint blueprints online? Yeah. I would love to just take a gander at uh, who designed this. Celebrityblueprints.com. It's <laughs> my homepage. The landscape was dotted with exotic buildings of every kind and flowers and vegetation unlike anything they had ever seen before. To their left was a structure that was the size of a house, but perfectly spherical. With a mirrored surface that reflected its surroundings Dude, in dazzling brilliance. All sci-fi writers love spheres. Yeah, what's spheres? up with that? Well, spheres are really the shiny things too. Mm-hmm. Spheres are. I mean, I think the future of technology is spheres. Why? I mean, just think about it. Endless, endless possibilities. No, oh, there's even less space. No, because it's a sphere. But what? Yeah. And less space than what? Like a like square a room. Open your mind. Don't think square. Think outside. All right, I'll the think box rectangular. I'll think unique floor plans. I'm talking twelve sides. Oh, well so it's just like once you start adding more sides, it's a sphere. See, that's what we're talking about. You want more sides? How about infinite sides? No, I want like hallways and rooms and stuff. Oh well, I mean, who knows? Once you're inside the sphere, I think we're getting real deep on the sphere stuff. I just think I like spheres, and I support any writer to incorporate more spheres. I hate spheres. Just beside this globe was a transparent building that seemed to be suspended in midair. Shane's a bigot. Another building was morphing from one fantastic geometric shape to another continuously before their eyes. This one sounds more up your alley. Yeah, I like that. Come on. They were so spellbound by the sight of this astonishing place that they completely forgot the trouble they were in. Reagan was rudely brought back down to reality by a firm grip on her arm. Feeling better now? Oh. Snapped Dan angrily. Reagan gulped. Oh, not Dan. Much better, thanks. She croaked. What is this place? Asked Ryan in wonder. Carl sighed. You're standing in a city built by an alien race using technologies thousands of years more advanced than ours. Oh, there you go. That sounds pretty cool. A yeah. city that also happens to be the biggest sacred on Earth. Right here in Snoozetown, Pennsylvania, or whatever the hell. And now you kids know about it. Reagan swallowed hard. So what does it mean exactly? She asked timidly. It means, Carl said angrily, that you kids are in big trouble. Uh Uh-oh. Big, big trouble. Wow. Sounds like they're in trouble. Line up the firing squad. Uh, Well, I mean... That sounds like a pretty precarious situation they found themselves in. I'm guessing the parents are already, I mean, I believe they're kidnapped or being held hostage somewhere around here. Is that right? Just the mom. Just the mom. Do you think the dad's dead? Mm. I think he died during the uh, kidnapping of the mother. I think he's an alien. Oh, I could see that too. That'd be cool. Double crossed. You know what? If people really want to keep aliens a secret, they should only have kids work. On alien stuff, because kids don't care f- about aliens. It's adults that feel like aliens will ruin our like yeah, crazy kids, big news. Kids tell everybody everything. Yeah, kids but they're kids. Yeah, but no one believes them. Oh, hey, no. Okay, that makes sense. This yeah. is a pretty nefarious plan we've hatched up. Yeah. Yeah, let's just start a company where all the employees are kids, and when they tell the police, like, hey, they're making me work, they'll be like, no, it's a kid. It's you can listen, kid. You can listen to this kid. It's a kid. You can listen to this kid with soot all over his face and dirty <laughs> 
dirty overalls on. Yeah, what? You so believe what? this kid over me, an adult? Yeah, that kid's got influenza, whatever. This kid's not This kid's working. been asking me for soup all day. I won't give it to him. Yeah, it's my soup. I worked for this soup. This, he's telling you, you worked? He worked? I worked. I worked. He didn't work. This kid doesn't work. He used to do me favors. This kid loves to play in my factory, with making all my, all my shit. With all my tools. I with keep telling him, get out of here, kid. He's but like, the, hey. But, but the doors are locked. And then he keeps making these batteries. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, the kid's making batteries. Who am I to say no? Hey, he's, he's, ba- having, he's having fun. fun. He yeah, loves it. It's fun to play with batteries. He's my biggest earner. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. He's not earning. He's uh, earning my respect. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no wages, because that would be illegal. That's illegal. I don't pay my kids. I just work them hard. Anyway, that seems like the right idea. These people made a huge mistake staffing with adults well i mean this seems like a pretty like is there nobody else there they're just kind of wandering around a big empty area where's everybody there well probably why do the aliens build this why the why the aliens build an underground city if nobody lives there uh is this the answer i'm gonna get use your noggin dude use my noggin can anyone even get underground if you're not an alien yeah they're there we don't know how they got there but they're there the guards are there. Is Dan an alien? I don't know. These are a lot of questions I have. This book's still not very clear. I'm not accelerated enough for this. I'm having a hard time. I think the government dug a hole. <laughs> a hole that normal citizens could not dig. <laughs> and they found the center of the world. And it's an alien t- world. I think this just proves the uh, the importance of government. If you want to dig, dig big, the holes. If you want to dig a big hole, you can't do it alone, buddy. You need to Well get, yeah. You need to organize. Look at the channel. That's right. It's only, big hole. only a government could do that. Well, or two did, governments. Did it, how did that work? I'd love to know more about the channel. It's amazing. Who agreed? The well, France for one. Did somebody just and start digging in the other the side? And the other side was like, "Well, you're already digging. I guess you can finish it up." No, I think they they <laughs> agreed. They were like, "You know what? This is a good idea for both of our economies. Let's team up and build a big channel to connect." Interesting. And they called it the channel. They went through all that trouble and they named it that. Yeah, because it's a tunnel under the channel. I don't, I still, I don't, I mean, it's yeah, fun. that's fine, but I don't think it's a good name. It's like, um, Benifer <laughs> or like any other pet name. It's the channel. Okay. People love it. Yeah, you're right. When you said Benifer, it actually clicked. Yeah. I, I like it now. Okay, cool. Uh, well, okay. This book seems, uh, fine. Do you want to jump ahead now? What was that? That was a 25% mark? Yep. Let's just let's. And just... they're already in the alien world. I like that. Yeah, that's well, good. Well, I mean, it's human world, right? It's yeah. in on Earth. That's that... not a bit too accelerated for you, Austin. I mean, listen, I feel like I'm pretty left behind here, but I'll pretend like I get it. Uh, so, on that note, let's jump ahead, and hopefully, I'll figure it out along the way. Fifty percent. Uh, we are halfway done with this thing. I hope we get some answers here. Let's uh, let's let's read it. Chapter fifteen. Trapped. Oh, which is also the name of the book. Well, this must be the, the good chapter. This is then. the important chapter. Yeah. They looked around frantically. There must be some mistake. Are we sure this is the right place? 
said Reagan. Positive. Yet, where was the opening? We're never going to leave here, are we? Sounds like they're in a sphere, whispered Reagan. <laughs> Goddamn spheres. Sorry. Don't be silly. Of course we will, said Ryan, trying hard for his sister's sake to sound far more confident than he felt. That sounded confident. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we'll be fine. Maybe the entrance moved, <laughs> offered Reagan. Kyle said the city seemed to be a living thing sometimes. Oh, interesting. We didn't find out what he meant. Maybe parts of the city can move around on their own. You think Carl bit the dust? I do. Yeah. Ryan shook his head. I think they killed him, the kids. What? I think the kids killed Carl. Can That's, you say that one more time? I think the kids killed Carl. Oh, well, being in kid jail, then. That's right. Lock him up. Put those little colorful handcuffs on them. Put them in the kid chair. That's right. We've stayed on a walkway all the way back so we know we didn't get lost. Pull the lever. This is where we entered. The cavern is a few inches from us and we know it didn't move. But it just tickles. It's not an electric chair. It's a tickle chair. <laughs> kid jail. We're having fun. If the original entrance moved somehow, the lasers and other machinery in the cavern would have torn another hole here. They stood in silence for several minutes, straining to see an opening in the force field wall that wasn't there. Well, yeah, that sounds tough. <laughs> Everybody's been there, right? Ryan felt totally helpless, and he had no idea what to do. If only his parents were there. They always knew what to do. So what would they do in this situation? <laughs> Did they? Because it sounds like the dad's dead and the mom is in jail. Sounds like they built People this People jail. Place. Adult jail. Human jail. Government jail. Not kid jail. Private jail. No candy here. The answer came to him almost at once. If they were confronted by this puzzle, they would try to solve it using a process called the scientific method. Ooh. I, like, I know that one. I'd like to hear more about that. You got your hypotenuse. Uh -huh. You got your... <laughs> that's, a, that's a strike right off the bat. That's a joke, everybody. Yeah, Shane's smart. That's what I heard. His dad had gone over the scientific method what I told with him <laughs> in great detail just a few months before. Shane's told me many, many times that he is actually smart, and I'm, I'm forced to believe him. First, you observe things. They had done that. They had observed a swarm of deadly insects devour everything human and nothing alien. They saw that? Yep. We missed it. Damn. That sounds pretty cool. That's the perils of this podcast. <laughs> That's right. We missed the good stuff when we read the boring shit. <laughs> oh, damn. So they saw aliens eat, or I'm sorry, insects, insects eat humans. But not aliens. But not aliens. Why? Because the aliens have like bug repellent on? Yeah, they I was so flabbergasted I dropped the mic. Shane had just threw his mic clear across the room. He's so mad. Uh, yeah. Humans should know better. These aliens are made of DEET. No bugs. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's because they're in cahoots. They signed a truce with the bugs. You think the bugs are aliens? Uh, no. They had observed that the entrance to the city was gone. Then you formed a hypothesis. Some kind of idea that could explain everything you had observed. You picking up on this, Austin? This is the method. Is it enough for you? Uh, no. They're forming a hypothesis, which is what you, it's a guess, an educated guess. Oh, right, an idea right. that would allow you to make predictions and to design experiments to test these predictions. Okay, okay. If the results of your experiments fail to support your predictions, you would have to modify your hypothesis or even throw it away completely. Mm, okay. Your goal would be to find a hypothesis that would account for all your observations so and allow you to successfully predict the outcome of additional experiments. I'm losing it. To make sure Ryan understood his explanation, his father had borrowed a feather from an old pillow and marched him into the backyard. Weird. 
Mr. Resnick was soon holding his arms out in front of him over the lawn. This is weird. They just say Mr. Resnick. They don't use the dad's first name. They just Does he have a first name? Maybe it's like Peanuts, where the adults are like unseen authority figures. Yeah, their head's always out of the frame. That's right. Is that in Peanuts? Do they do that? Yeah. They, you don't see the parents' heads, and they go, wah, 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 wah. That's, what hap- that's what's happening in this book, I think. Except he's explaining what, the scientific method. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Resnick was soon holding his arms out in front of him over the lawn at exactly the same height with the feather in one hand and a large rock in the other. You ever see Peanuts explain the scientific method? Is it... Wah, 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 wah. I've used the scientific method to determine that this book is better than Peanuts. Whoa! No Hypothesis confirmed. So, how'd you test it? Uh, by watching Peanuts and listening to this book and then using my brain. This is better. Peanuts yeah. sucks. All right, I'm joking about that. This is not better than Peanuts, but Peanuts isn't good. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. People act like Peanuts is good. It's, it it's is. very good. It's not good. Charlie Brown's a good character. Peanuts is like, if you, it's like the smell of old books okay, first put of all, into it a is, show. It is old. And wait, what are you, you talking about like the animated? I'm talking about programs? the comic strip. I'm talking about the animated show. I'm talking about Snoopy in general. Well, Woodstock. Snoopy isn't really the focus. Yeah, Charlie Brown is. And he sucks too. He's a wimp, he's a cuck. Jeez. Well, this took a turn. This kid How do can't you really kick the feel? football. He's a beta. <laughs> so you want only alpha comic yeah. characters? You know who's alpha? So what do you read? You know who's alpha? Kathy? Was it Dilbert? No. Hagrid? No. Pa- no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exiting the, <laughs> the peanut Family from- circus? I'm not leaving the peanut Is that your alpha family no. that you want? <laughs> Let's rein it back into the Peanuts universe. Doonesbury? Patty. <laughs> Patty's alpha. No, that's who you should aspire to be. She's bully. No, she's Sir. That's how you know she's Alpha. People call her Sir. What do they call Charlie Brown? Chuck. Piece of shit. Then he let go of both at the same time. The rock quickly slammed into the grass with a thud, while the feather lazily made its way down to Earth. Then what's Snoopy? (sighs) Sorry, Ganesh. A menace. What did you observe? Asked Mr. Resnick. Delusional. Snoopy is chaos. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about that, actually. Kind of is. I think I like Peanuts now that you said that. Yeah. Snoopy represents the chaos of the world. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Brown is the hapless idiot who gets shit on nonstop. But he finds comfort in the chaos of the world. I truly hate Charlie Brown. Because he's befriended chaos. Nothing redeeming about him. Good it's grief. redeeming. He's befriended chaos, and he is connected to it, and he finds strength from it. Isn't that what a man is? He's bald. <laughs> fucking loser what did you observe asked mr resnick the rock fell faster said ryan immediately do you have a hypothesis that could explain this ryan rolled his eyes his dad could have chosen a more difficult example than this heavy objects fall faster than light objects how could you test this hypothesis there's no need to test it said ryan is that even that's not true is i know he's a stupid fucking kid he's getting it wrong and then his dad's gonna shame him oh he's gonna be like guess what idiot this whole thing's wrong <laughs> i fooled you into believing something incorrect in this case it isn't a hypothesis it's an absolute fact are you sure about that asked mr resnick his eyes twinkling ryan nodded positive mr resnick gets off on proving his kid wrong his dad grinned broadly let's try it anyway show me a way to test a hypothesis 
Ryan found a small pebble and he retrieved the same large heavy rock his dad had dropped. He held them out in front of him, one in each hand, and dropped them with a bored look. They landed at the exact same time. Oh my goodness. Impossible. Ryan couldn't believe his eyes. Shaking his head in disbelief, Ryan picked up a pebble and rock and tried once again, this time making absolutely certain he released them at the same time from the exact same height. Sure enough, he had not imagined it. They both hit the ground at the exact same instant. Is this book for children? I thought this was for accelerated readers. I know this stuff. (laughs) Ryan still refused to believe it. His father watched, amused, as he tested rubber bands and pebbles and paper clips against basketballs and rocks and phone books. <laughs> Those are all things. Uh, that's a that's a tiring day for yeah. this kid. He's going to be worn out. Getting a workout out here. At any he's, point, he's just, his dad could have just come over and be like, dude, stop. This, it's this all is all the same. same. This kid's just cleaning out the garage. Hey, yeah, I want you to go pick up my uh, garbage and toss it, <laughs> see if it all drops at the same time. Can you drop it at the same time over there where it's supposed to go? Yeah, that's right. He had been so sure. All his instincts told him the heavy objects would fall faster, but they didn't. Ryan winced, feeling a little foolish. Okay, maybe I'm not as positive as I thought. Who winces at that kind of information? Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Embarrassing. My child brain is winced. <laughs> Good wincing. Thanks, yeah. Ryan winced. I do it a lot. Yeah, he's a a wincer. (laughs) Yeah. Ryan winced, feeling a little foolish. Because I embarrass myself every day of my fucking life. Yeah. On my way here, I dropped beer all over the ground. It shattered, and this guy walked by and goes, huh, don't drink so much. Yeah, and I bet you winced. I went, went, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled your collar. Oh, 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 Lord. Some steam came out of your ears. (laughs) Okay, so your original hypothesis is wrong after all. Good thing we did the experiments. Can you think of a hypothesis that does account for all the results? No. Ryan thought about it. The only object he had tried that didn't fit the pattern was the feather. It was the oddball. He dropped the feather by itself a few times and washed it carefully. Um, birds are magic? (laughs) It didn't take him long to realize that it was the air that was slowing it down. Finally, he had his new hypothesis. All objects fall at exactly the same speed. Unless it's said. a feather. Unless one object is light enough to float in the air. His dad encouraged him to come up with an experiment to test this new hypothesis, and Ryan rose to the challenge. It goes on like this for some time, so I'm just going <laughs> to stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. Thanks for calling it. He's just thinking all of this I'm while in a tense. Throwing in the towel on 50%. So I guess we've learned what books for accelerated readers are. They're books that are educational as well as thought-provoking. And I think, I mean, now I know how gravity works, so I got a little something out of it. Uh, so, I mean, this seems like a really detailed thing for him to just think about while in the middle of a tense, dangerous situation, but... You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. This is just like an incredibly long flashback that he's having while he's like trying to rescue his mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's like uh, Slumdog Millionaire. You gotta remember all the little things that happened in your life that led up to this moment that let you uh, proceed. That framing is so, like, in your face. What? For Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, well, I mean, that's kind of a hammy movie. Yes, very Did much. that win Best Picture? Yes. Right? Ganesh. I think it did. Why are you both looking at me? Yeah, Ganesh, what do you know about this? <laughs> I think I know Danny Boyle won Best Director. I don't think it won Best Picture. I think, I it, think it did. did. I think did it, it kind of. Should did. we look it up? Uh, we'll just know. We should. We should just have a hypothesis. Oh, okay. 
and then test it by watching all the movies that came out in 2009. And then we determine if it's the best one. And then learning everything we can about the Academy that voted for it. Oh, yeah. And then figure out what the world was like at that year. Okay. And then we should come to the conclusion. And then we'll look at Wikipedia. Yeah. And then we'll know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to do that in the break. Uh, we'll be right back and we're going to, uh, read the 75. What was that? Was that 75 or 50? That was, uh, I believe 50%. I'm lost in this beautiful, beautiful book. We're going to, 50%. We're going to go ahead and, and, uh, take a couple hours to watch Slumdog Millionaire and we're going to, we're going to be right back. Okay. Uh, we watched Slumdog Millionaire, and it was pretty bad. Uh, so, hypothesis says it did not win Best Picture. Ganesh is shaking his head because uh, he feels the inherent need to defend all things Indian. So, it's a genuinely good movie. No. It, Dev Patel's good in it. You guys are reaching. It's What's, not great. It's like borderline crash level of bad. No, Crash oh, is... fuck you. Crash is, the, <laughs> crash is terrible. Uh, is Crash worse than Three Billboards? Yes. Wait, yeah. I liked... I like Three Billboards. You think Crash is the worst Best Picture winner? I think yes. it is. Yes. I think it is. Because it won over, like, Brokeback Mountain, which That's is fucking bullshit. absurd. Yeah. Anyway, some dog millionaire sucked. Let's read. 75%. Ganesh, uh... Try this to, is a hostile work environment. Try to calm down a little bit and then read the next page. But it sucked. I'm sorry. It sucks. Wait a minute. Did Little Miss Sunshine win Best Picture? No, no chance. But Alan Arkin won Best Supporting Actor. You know why it didn't? Because uh, Slumdog Millionaire won. Is that right? Was that the same year? I don't think I mean, so. But Miss in Sunshine, my mind, it's the same year. Little Miss Sunshine does not deserve a Best Picture. It was a good movie. It was groundbreaking because it had stars in an indie. That's a groundbreaking? At the time? Like Chapter 22, The Answer. I don't believe Greg Kinnear's a good actor. What the fuck, man? I'm saying That's a, so many wrong things Just today. read. Just read. <laughs> Let's, let me just open this can of worms and leave it. No, screamed Ryan, an act that caused additional dangers of pain to plunge into his head. You can't go now. Tony Collette. What did you mean? He demanded. <laughs> Steve Carell. I liked it. I liked the movie. Just There was no answer. Not buying Greg. Alan Arkin. The teacher had been forced to leave and would not reconnect soon. Maybe never. While Ryan was just able to withstand the searing pain inside his head, Reagan was not. She fell to the ground, gripping her head in agony. Luckily, the immense pain lessened with each second they were no longer connected telepathically to the teacher. What? Ryan Mm. knew the teacher had done the right thing. They couldn't take it in their minds any longer, but the timing couldn't have been worse. Well, he knew she did the right thing while they were connected telepathically. So that's just the teacher. She's just like, yo, I did the right thing. Hey, I'm the teacher. Don't question it. The teacher. That's like when the teacher farts in class, you're not allowed to laugh or you'll get detention. Yeah, you're like, this is supposed to happen. (laughs) No. This is part of the lesson plan. Yeah, and they go, do not humiliate me. Yeah, my teachers frequently yelled that. Yeah. Now what? It had told Ryan that they could somehow save his mother, but they would have to hurry. But where was she? The teacher had seemed to know and must have assumed that they did also. What's the t- Is the teacher an alien? I hope. This book is like the fucking Matrix where it's every like, character just has like a really vague name, like the, the key holder or something. Like, all right, who are you? Give me uh, a little backstory. The blinding pain in Reagan's head had lessened considerably and was now equal to just an ordinary splitting headache. Sounds like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> did you hear that, Ryan? She whispered. Mom's still alive. His brain was all <laughs> fucked up, right? Yeah, as mush. Yikes. But she won't be for long if what the teacher said is true. 
Ryan said. And it said that we could do something to save her. But where is she? Where are the other scientists? And how can we save her if they can't? Are you sure it's malfunctioning? Said Reagan. It wasn't making any sense there at the end. It said that Mom didn't disappear. We know that that's wrong. Things aren't always what they seem in this place, said Ryan. For example, gravity. I dropped a rock and a feather. <laughs> That's on Earth. We're underneath Earth. Ah, oh, gravity's different there. It's heavier. Let's assume everything that the teacher said makes perfect sense. It probably is, though, right? It's like, closer if you go to deep the under, center. If you go deep underground, you use, or is it like heavier to walk? Who knows? What Call you? Isaac Newton. Hey, Isaac. Got a question for you. <laughs> Quick question for you, Isaac. If only we could understand it. And if that's true, then Mom will die in a few hours if we don't figure out what the teacher was trying to tell us. I googled it. Isaac Newton has passed. Then we'd better get started. Right, nodded. Okay, he said. Let's well, suppose the group didn't disappear from the room. Then why didn't we see them? Invisible? Offered Reagan. No, Maybe. no. Every, you every page we turn to is like a teachable moment where somebody's explaining something to somebody else. Give me some story. Maybe, but I think that that counts as disappearing. So let's assume that they were still in the room and easy to see. Then how could we possibly have missed them? That's the question, isn't it? Said Ryan. By smelling them. Aha. Uh -huh. Let's use the scientific method. His mind raced through the possibilities. He had to think their mother's life was at stake. Let me look at my periodic table. <laughs> hmm, no element for mom in danger. <laughs> the only way is if we weren't in the room. Be cool if there was, though. The would be MDA? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> M yeah, MDMA. Whoa. He said finally. <laughs> but how can that be? Said Reagan. She paused and thought. Unless there were two identical rooms in the building and we somehow came back to the wrong one, I guess it's possible. That would explain why we didn't see any trace of equipment or people. Uh, this book sucks. No, this book just goes to show you what you can accomplish if you have a firm understanding of the scientific method. Yeah. Or this just goes to show you what happens when I don't screen a book thoroughly before we read it on this podcast. Uh, uh, all these are true. I don't think that's it, said Ryan. Anything is possible in this city, but I'm sure we came back to the same room, and this wouldn't explain why the entrance to the city was missing. This kid talks too much. The teacher said that mom will die from being hit by that generator if we don't hurry up and stop it, said Reagan. Oh. Somebody put a muzzle on these brats. The teacher used those exact words. <laughs> Ryan nodded. Hearing things telepathically made them easier to remember. Damn. Ah, my bet. No, I like that. That's interesting. That's a little bit of world building. That's sci-fi for you. Now that's hard sci-fi. So what does it refer to, said Reagan. Oh, man, and he spelled two wrong? He's the wrong two. God. Dean Koontz and you gave this book your word. <laughs> All the accelerator readers out there are being let down. Mm. Never trust Koontz. Well, this is more science uh, accelerated, not yeah. so much grammar. Spelling is for uh, wimps. Science is where the real stuff is. That's where the brawny kids read. Oh, yeah. You ever see those big muscle-bound kids at school? They're the scientists. She'll die from being hit by the generator if we don't stop it. Stop what? Stop her bleeding? <laughs> Ryan shook his head. Real fast. What is this? Like the Gilmore Girls episode? Too fast. Too fast. No. You would think it would have to refer to the generator. 
This is the only way the sentence would make any sense, but that would mean that the teacher was really malfunctioning. This is like fucking sentence diagramming. What is this? This book sucks. Because of course we can't stop mom from being hit by the generator. That has already happened. Ryan stopped in mid-sentence. The only way the teacher's words made any sense was if it had not already happened. It was going to happen, but had not happened yet. But if that was the case, then... We traveled in time, whispered Ryan, his eyes wide. <gasps> they went back and... They just figured out time travel? Let's yeah. see, this is what you... Uh, missed Austin. Oh. You're sitting over here sneering at every word that comes out of Ganesha's mouth. Yeah, well, uh, that's these usual. These kids just crack the code to time travel. If I was this kid, see, I'm not an accelerated reader. <laughs> if I was this kid, I'd be fucking suffocated, dead next to whatever the other the guards from yeah, two I would get, scenes ago. I would have definitely died by the generator too. Yeah, fuck it. These kids, they're good. They're good kids, but they got to go to kid jail. That's they didn't it. do anything wrong. Hey, Kid Jail's fun. The bars are candy canes. That's it. I'm sure of it, continued Ryan. We Chew traveled in out. time. They traveled through time. Why not? We went through a doorway and found ourselves on another planet. Why couldn't we have gone through a doorway to another time? <laughs> might as well just write, why not? This book sucks. Why not? <laughs> Anything can happen in this dumb book. Hey, how about your stinking scientific method, kid? Yeah. Why not? What's the hypothesis here? I went through a door and time changed. Great. Yeah. I think that all, all the time because yeah. I go through doors very slowly. Yeah. Sometimes I go to the bathroom at work and when I come back out, it's like an hour or two later and it's like, what <laughs> happened? What do you do? Shower? I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a hose in your work bathroom? Uh, they have a drain. So, you I mean. set up like a sprinkler in there. And what if just... I brought a hose and connected it to like the sinks? Yeah, that's a shower. Then it's like a one stop. I wouldn't even have to go home. Mm-mm. And much like 50%, this kind of just continues for a while. And since we're, since we're running long, let's just uh, skip to the end. Kanish bailing on multiple chapters. This wow. is a sad day. Give the day. kids a chance. Give the kids a chance. Give They're the learning. Give the kids a chance. they got to learn. we got to learn with them. Yeah, you we're sick. Fun of fucking fucking. Some dog billionaire sucks. Sweet, merciful Lord, here we are at the last page of this book. I have never been happier in my life. Uh, let's read, Ganesh, the, the last page of... What's this book called? Trapped. Trapped. Yeah, we're trapped Prometheus in this. Paragon Paradox. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Project. Right. Trapped is... Uh, book one of 200. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to read the next 999. I... I Gotta confess, I'm still kind of rattled from you talking shit about Slumdog Millionaire. Get get over it. It's been years. Years this movie's been out, and it's been bad the whole time. Ganesha's frowning and looking down. You can't handle the heat. His life. Get out the kitchen. Chapter 27, part of the team. I liked it. <sighs> I loved it. It has a lot of trains. I liked American Beauty. Now that's a rough opinion. Nobody likes that anymore. Dr. Harry Harris walked over to the spot Do you from still which- like it? I mean, I don't like Kevin Spacey, but do I like the movie? Yeah. Have you seen it since all that shit? What, is it going to change my opinion? I don't know. It's a good, Annette Benning's in it. What it's kind of a th- fucked up movie. Are we throwing Annette Benning and Chris Cooper out in the in the trash, even though Kev- cause, just because Kevin Spacey fucked it all Chris up? Chris Cooper's good. Annette Benning's good. But... Got the kid with the plastic oh, bag. Oh, boo-hoo. This guy's having a midlife crisis, but he's coercing, like... A young teenage yeah, girl he's sex He's not him. a hero. I don't people who view that movie as like a positive story about Kevin Spacey is insane. He's a bad guy. They're all bad guys. The whole movie is about the like vapid nature of white suburbanites. 
<sighs> Dr. Harry Harris walked over to the spot from which Ryan had vanished and examined it with raised eyebrows. Only his memory and the still startled and awestruck looks on the faces around the room told him that this had not been a dream. He shook his head in wonder. Amazing. Simply amazing. How in the world did these kids learn so much in such a short period of time? Well, let me tell you about the scientific method. And the heroic way that Ryan saved your life, Amanda. Outstanding. And who knows what would have happened in our panic if we hadn't been warned about the nanorobots. <laughs> oh, well, sure. Oh, we missed the whole thing, didn't we? I almost had a heart attack even after being warned. <laughs> Ouch. Dr. Harris turned toward the kids with a new respect. Thank you both. You were wonderful. I realize that now that your mom has been saved, you won't ever accidentally activate a time doorway. <laughs> we'll try oh, not, Doctor. Oh, did we do that? Oh, uh, crowd applause. And because of this, I also realize you will never accomplish what I just thanked you for. In fact, the two of you won't even know how you managed to accomplish these things. Uh-oh, about to get, uh... A uh, those one of those old men in black flashlights in their eyes. This is what adults do. Crush the truth. Ryan and Reagan glanced at each other knowingly and barely managed to suppress a smile. The ultimate lesson. Dr. Harris couldn't possibly imagine that the Ryan and Reagan who had accomplished all those things were still very much in the room. But it doesn't matter to me, continued Dr. Harris. For we have witnessed a demonstration of your enormous potential. We know for certain what you are capable of achieving. We have seen the strength and courage that you both have inside. Clearly, your skills and problem-solving abilities are good for more than just defeating security measures. Now you're American super soldiers. And just as obviously, you are quite capable of handling yourselves in this city without supervision and in desperate circumstances. Not only did you save the life of a critical member of the team, but the information that Ryan provided us is incredibly valuable. Incredibly valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? People have found it's not uh, productive to praise your children like this. No, I think you should beat them mercilessly. We owe you kids quite a debt of gratitude. They both beamed as Dr. Harris rubbed his chin. Wow. In thought and then smiled. Hey, I'm the one who pitched kid jail. What do you think? I'm, I'm soft on these ones? Come on. <laughs> and I think I know just how to repay you, he continued. He glanced over at money. their parents' question. Money, sir. Money. <laughs> we'll take money. money. Give me the money. Money. There's only one thing. It's money. Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his own brow, doctor? <laughs> Said Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he glanced over at their parents questioningly, and they quickly returned nods of approval. You mean... Said Ryan eagerly. Lollipops? <laughs> That's right. Respect. Said Dr. warmly. <laughs> the corners of his mouth turned up in a small de but delighted smile. Ooh, like the Grinch. What do you guys think no, it is? like Dean Coons. Real quick, what is what about, it? Ooh, guess. Ooh, guesses. Tootsie Rolls. Ooh, I'm going to say... Bugs. Uh, frogs. What do kids love? Um, a new Mustang. Goobers. Yeah, Goobers. In, Gushers. In a Mustang. Fruit by the foot. A Mustang, but all the cup holders are filled with goobers. Oh, you know, oh, I know what they want. They want that thing where you get to go to Toys R Us and you have like three minutes and you put all the stuff you can fit in your shopping cart and you run through it. Remember that? I would love, that's still my dream. That's a Nickelodeon I, I want to, yeah, it is. I want to go to KB Toys and just put a bunch of shit in my cart. Well, that doesn't exist. And Toys R Us doesn't exist either. Got it. I want to go to toy, I want to go to Amazon.com and have three minutes and click on all the stuff I can find. Kids are never going to know the joy. <laughs> that's the new one. You just go press buy now on a bunch of shit on Amazon. <laughs> Kids are never going to Microtransactions gonna... and Candy Crush. That's like the new Toys R Us. Kids will never know like the joy of going to a toy store. Isn't that sad? Yeah. And looking at all the toys and being like, 
Uh, I can never have this. Yeah, I'll never get any of these. Yeah. Anyway, the answer That's is... That's life. The That's answer is... Uh, Slumdog Millionaire on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> Welcome to the team. If you guessed, uh, the answer was hard work. A job. <laughs> what? <laughs> Give these kids a job. Awesome. Your dream's coming true. I know. Put these kids to work. That's right. We pitched this. Like, Suit up. <laughs> 75% ago, we said this was going to happen. You work for the government now. Wait, is that real? That's really what he gave him? Yep. The Resnick siblings were giddy as they surveyed the room full of smiling and encouraging faces. Finally, labor. One opportunity. <laughs> they were being offered the chance of a lifetime. More than the chance of a lifetime. Who knew what awaited them in the, inside the strange and fabulous city? What's more than the chance of a life? You're going to stay underground forever and work <laughs> in the city. Basically, you can you never see your friends thoughts. or family again. you got to stay underground and work for the government for the rest of your life. Man, what a fucking message for kids. Oh, here's a scientific method. You like that? Oh, that's so nice. Okay, now sign hey, these NDAs real quick. Yeah. You're going to want to only work for your whole life and never enjoy anything. You never enjoy being a kid. Only work, 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 and you won't even get money. Because who knew what adventures, what dangers, Snoozer, Pennsylvania was turning out to not be such a boring place after all. Nothing's they might, boring if I get to just work and work and work. They <laughs> might not know just what awaited them in this alien city, but they knew this for sure. It would be interesting and exciting and fun. <laughs> now here's your mops. Yeah. <laughs> get to it, kid. Carl, said Dr. Harris. Oh, he's still alive. Can you contact the president for me when you get back outside? Yeah, let me let me beep him. Yeah, what should I tell him? Tell him I just recruited two capable new team members for the Prometheus Project, said Dr. Harris. He smelled at them broadly. And tell them that I expect big things out of them. Holy shit. Not only are they put to work, they've yes. got like a boss riding their ass That's right. Now get, <laughs> now get out of my office, kid. <laughs> So that, you didn't deliver, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, that's the end. Time is money. Okay, this book fucking blows. That message is terrible for kids. Yeah, I didn't. Terrible. I didn't care for it. You really. saved your mom, and so let's let's get to work. Guys. Also, what happened to the dad? That was never addressed. Is he dead? Did he was he dead prior to all this? I seem to remember he was in the beginning. Maybe this whole thing happened because he was derelict of duty and fucked up really badly. Yeah. So you're blaming Maybe. a single mom? No, she's no, I'm blaming the, dad. the, dead, the deadbeat dad. You're blaming... Oh, okay. Whatever. The single mom's doing the best she can until she got captured by uh, aliens. Or which... her own government. This Who's book even to say? fucking uh, blows balls. That's like the <laughs> dumbest ending, man. Yeah, I didn't care for it. I didn't Teaching care for the beginning or middle either. That The reward you... Giving you hard work is like the most bullshit capitalist-like reward. Shane seeing red. I hate that. That's I was thinking he was going to give him like a GameCube or something. No, that would be fun. You're not allowed to have fun in this society. Uh, well, you know that. Yeah, that's. I didn't care for it. Didn't care for the book. I think I give this book uh, one thumb down. Also, you, you didn't care for the book. <laughs> no, no. But no. Uh, if if this was a movie, would you care for it then? No, but I see where you're, what you're getting at. You want to cast this as a movie? Basically, lift the two kids from Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Boom. We're don't, done. I don't we're recall. Done. I, know, I didn't see that one. Well, you should check it out. I don't want to see that. It's Would you, on the Slumdog Millionaires scale. Much better than Slumdog Millionaires. I think the little kid, the little boy, is the little boy from Jurassic Park. Because oh, he's curious and cool. scientific. Yeah, I can see that. I think the little girl... No, wait a second. Is the girl younger or older than the boy? She's older. younger. She's older. She's wait, older? In the... In Jurassic Park? No, in this book. In Jurassic Park. I've seen Jurassic Park. Yes, she's older. In the in book, book, she's younger. She younger? 
In this book, it kind of seemed no, in the, ambiguous. Beca- in the no, first they ex- page. They explicitly say it in the first page. She's like younger. She's his younger sister. I zoned She's out. She's his younger sister. Uh, okay, so who's playing her? Uh, the girl from Harriet the Spy. What's her name? Michelle uh, Trachten- yeah. Trachtenberg. What's Let's get her on. She can like do it. She's like 35. You mean her then? Yes. Harriet the Spy age? You goons, come on. I'm speaking of another movie better than Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, What, Harriet the Spy? Oh, that movie rules. Yeah, it's cool. But she would be good. They're both curious kids, and they're going to have fun. Uh, the mom uh, is dead, so we won't cast her. No, She's the mom's dead? still alive, well, dude. Her. <laughs> All right, the mom is going to be the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. She's <laughs> <laughs> a thick Midwestern accent. <laughs> yeah. Help me! How? Uh, uh, okay, I can see that, I guess. Uh, I was thinking Susan Sarandon. Yeah, sure. No. She's from, like, maybe grandmother age. Sorry, Susan. What? Uh... And who uh, else? Who else is in this book? We got the we dad got, who got, like, teaches everybody about security science. guards. Oh, the security guards. Carl. Carl, the security guard, is played by I don't know. Carl from The Simpsons. Sure. All right. Why not? I oh, also you're gonna love this. I have the perfect dad. Okay. Greg Kinnear would be great. <laughs> Honestly, for this he would because this is a steaming pile. Yeah, he uh, loves this kind of shit. He's in all those like God movies. He like, looks like weird hokey shit. Beyond the other side and all that bullshit. Yeah. He's like, he loves that shit. Like Jim Caviezel. As good as it gets. Uh, is he in that shit? No. Yeah, he is. I was the other day. Don't even ask me why. I was reading the Jim Caviezel Wikipedia page. Once he hit that sweet. Uh, <laughs> what did he do after Jesus? Once he hit that sweet uh, Jesus money, he started mm-hmm. doing nothing but christian movies all he does is just like play biblical characters that's That's his whole game they were considering that guy to play superman yeah well then he played that's like a jesus he played the superest man of all the big guy yeah jesus the main character in frequency jesus 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 young jesus big j young jesus christo big ups to jeezy uh well uh i don't think jim is also appropriate for this movie i just was throwing it out there who directs (sighs) Um, How about you, Robert guy? Rodriguez? Danny Whoever, Boyle. who direct? Yeah, did he direct Spy Kids? Yeah, then that's it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be for cool. sure. This is All definitely right. a Spy Kids esque kind of romp All right. through hell. All uh, right. well, fine. No book was bad. It was a bad book. I didn't like it. If this author reaches out to us, I'll say sorry, buddy, but your book was bad, and Dean Koontz is not being honest with you. Dean Koontz is also a, a piece of shit. He writes bad books too, right? Yeah. So we should have taken that praise as a warning yeah he's ironically is, we're being ironic what's the name of a dean coon's book one i don't know probably like uh like darkness or something like that, is that or he like writes? he writes Danger like sci- you write have sci-fi? That one? he writes like sci-fi thriller things like pseudo sci-fi like paranormal in the darkest winter dean yeah, coon's may be right like the too. only author right. i know by name who i don't know a single book by yeah. He's got a great publicist. He has, like, hundreds of books. He's, like, a really bad, like, a way worse Stephen King. Like, he's very prolific. But people love but him. But not good. Like, Stephen King, like, not the best, but he's extremely prolific and, like, also writes and directs movies and shit. I think the only people, the only reason anybody remembers Dean Koontz is because his last name is basically Kuntz, right? Excuse me? Like, Runtz the Candy? You it's way me. different. You heard me. It's way different. Unce. Well, this book was a bummer. <laughs> and it's turning us all into bummers. So, kids, if you're out there... And I feel pretty good about myself. Don't throw me under the bus with you. Uh, this has been a majorly successful episode for me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is it. That's the end of the podcast. We're way, we're way overboard Kids, here. if you're out there, scientific method is good. And working really hard 
as a kid is bad. Is bad, and don't do it. And Dean Koontz is your enemy. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Chris Linguist for the artwork. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. And frankly, thanks to us. We never thank ourselves. We're the one pumping out content here every week. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, thanks, Ganesh. Thank you for being a good reader. Yeah, thanks, Shane. Thanks, Ganesh. Love your voices. Love you. Though we don't agree on our Slumdog Millionaire views. Let's just leave it be. find a common ground somewhere else. No, we can't. Uh, Okay, that's it. Bookclubpodcast.com, AMZM Book Club on Twitter and Facebook. Leave us alone. Goodbye. Goodbye.